what is going on guys welcome back to creeps in the crypt as always i am eric and i am joined by this is christian and sam so holy <laughs> shit we've made it it's our last episode a, a whole year it's been a, a whole another year oh, yeah. Shit. yeah it's been a lot <laughs> so we're at the end of the year mm-hmm. and uh i just want to thank you guys I want to thank everybody that's shared the show, helped promote the show and grow the show for all the reviews. By the way, you should totally leave us a review on Apple podcast. So you can have it read on the show. Yeah. Rate and review and we'll shout it out and read the review on the show. Mm-hmm. So that's fucking awesome. Uh, you guys are amazing. We love all of you. I, I can't have enough nice things to say about our fan base. Mm-hmm. They're, they're I fucking, they're great. They're creepy people. I do love it when you hype uh, me and Sam up when we post photos. (laughs) Yeah, I just steal their TikTok feeds. I do enjoy those. Because I'm busy, like, at work. So I don't have time to do all these TikToks and shit. So that's what I do. But before we get into part two of John Benet Ramsey, I just want to wish you all uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you observe. Just thank you guys. Happy time. Yes. And uh, thank you for being creepy with us. Always. Hopefully Krampus doesn't try to beat you with some birch sticks. Yeah, hopefully Krampus doesn't come and beat the shit out of you. Cheers and thank you guys. So without further ado, Sam, (laughs) since this is going to be a longer episode. Yeah, I went crazy. Er... I'm settled in. I'm ready. Yeah, I looked at what you said the word count was, and I was just like, oh, this is going to be a a long one. There's no need for a lot of banter at the front end. And I still added more after I told you. Oh, shit. Okay. So, if you don't know, John Benet Ramsey is probably America's most famous murder mystery. One of, if not the most famous cold case, I think. Yeah. Maybe not the most famous. And I'm the biggest asshole because I've never heard of it. I was. I cannot tell you how fucking shook. She was shooketh. That's a great podcast, by the way. Go check out Shook Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> those gr- those girls for, put out great content. Thank you for leaving They're that good. in there. <laughs> yes, Shameless Sam. Plug. I was. I'm sorry. I was. Very much sheltered. Eric didn't even tell me hi. Eric, Christian's never heard of John Bonet. Yeah, because you were in the shower before we went. Welcome Welcome to our house. Christian's never heard of John Bonet. He let me sit down before he told me. Oh, okay. (laughs) At least he let you sit down. Because you you would have been down after that, right? (laughs) Yes. I was like, you got to come over here. Well, hopefully, not only if you guys haven't heard of John Bonet, since Christian hasn't, she's getting a full-on education. Uh, yes. So, Sam, without further ado, let's get into it. Um, I know we're going to save our theories for last. Yes. So I will refrain from giving any of my input on any theories or anything, because I do have some. There will be a time for that at the end, mister. You know, you I like to jump the, the gun. I like to be an extraordinary student of true crime. let's get into this so before i know we left off right before we um dove into the ransom note but before we do that i have something to add a little bit of crypt keeping 
to add into something from what we talked about in the first episode. So uh, December 23rd, the day that the Ramseys had that big Christmas party with Santa and all that. Um, Boulder PD received a silent 911 call that night. But when they called the number back, there was no answer. An officer was dispatched to the location of the call, and wouldn't you know it, it was the Ramsey home. Mm. They The officer walked up, didn't give a name, um, it just said officer. So the officer walks up, this party's in full swing by the time this the officer gets there. And um, a family friend, her name is Susan Stein, she opened the door when the officer knocked. And when she was questioned, Susan said that, oh, it was someone trying to call and order medicine for someone. That's One of their sketchy old, as fuck. Right? They were in... Who the fuck orders... We're not talking like DoorDash or... Right. This is 1996. So you're calling in your CVS medication order at a Christmas party? If you can get them on the phone. Maybe John was trying to call in the, <laughs> an airdrop of Cialis or Viagra. Uh, Plan B. Dude, that is... Plan B. Shit. <laughs> but... God damn it, Christian. What? But John, looking at him in those interviews from 96, he is the oldest looking fucking man I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like, the dude looks road hard and put up wet. Mm-hmm. Like, about 65, 68. What? Yeah, he looks old as shit. Oh, hello, Salem! Executive producer Salem! He's like, yeah, I oh, he's talking you... all matters of shit right he's now. He's like, I can't believe you guys stopped the show without me. Well, come on! Are you going to choose me? He doesn't know what the fuck he wants. Anyway. Sorry for the interruption of executive producer Salem. <laughs> he's got show notes that he needs to share with us. He is telling us, he's giving us our reading Somebody us the riot act. Him. It was probably Lucy. He's probably telling on Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so um, Susan's like, oh, it's someone trying to call in the medicine order for someone's like parent. Or whatever. Mm. Um, and she did not allow the officer inside. So he was just like, well, all right, then, I guess. Have a good night. And that was that. Police believe that something serious happened during that party. Um, but everyone that was in attendance is just kind of like tight-lipped about it. That was me zipping my lip. Keep lip sealed. I don't know. I I mean somebody could have accidentally called. It didn't it didn't offer any kind of like it was this long of a nine one one call. It just said a silent nine one one call. That's strange. Yeah. Really weird. So it wasn't like some like a a kid got a hold to a phone at the party. It, it, it said silent. Not like there's background noise. Yeah, that's, that's odd. It's very odd. Yeah. I don't know what would cause that. Yeah, so that was my only thing that I'd found 
during me doing what I do best. There you go. Going down rabbit holes. <laughs> okay, so let's we're going to circle back to the ransom note. I'm going to read the ransom note and then I have a few things I need to say about it. So it starts with Mr. Ramsey. Listen carefully. We are a group of individuals that represent a small foreign faction. We respect your business, but not the country it serves. At this time, we have your daughter in our possession. She is safe and unharmed. And if you want her to see 1997, you must follow our instructions to the letter. You will withdraw $118,000 from your account. $100,000 will be in $100 bills and the remaining $18,000 in $20 bills. Make sure that you bring an adequate-sized attache to the bank. When you get home, you will put the money in a brown paper bag. I will call you between 8 and 10 a.m. tomorrow to instruct you on delivery. The delivery will be exhausting, so I advise you to be rested. If we monitor you getting the money early, we might call you early to arrange an earlier delivery of the money and hence a earlier delivery and delivery was crossed out pickup of your daughter. So they they said if you get the money early, we'll arrange an earlier pickup. I guess they were too far down in the ransom note to start it over again. I mean, I agree. Any deviation of my instructions will result in the immediate execution of your daughter. You will also be denied her remains for proper burial. The two gentlemen watching over your daughter do not particularly like you, so I advise you not to provoke them. Speaking to anyone about your situation, such as police, FBI, etc., will result in your daughter being beheaded. If we catch you talking to a stray dog, she dies. If you alert bank authorities, she dies. If the money is in any way marked or tampered with, she dies. You will be scanned for electronic devices, and if any are found, she dies. You can try to deceive us, but we warned you, but, uh, but be warned that we are familiar with law enforcement countermeasures and tactics. You stand a 99% chance of killing your daughter if you try to outsmart us. Follow our instructions and you stand 100% chance of getting her back. You and your family are under constant scrutiny as well as the authorities. Don't try to grow a brain, John. You are not the only fat cat around, so don't think that killing will be difficult. Don't underestimate us, John. Use that good southern common sense of yours. It is up to you now, John. Victory. SBTC. What I find most like, what the fuck about this though? Like everybody says, whoever wrote that note knew John. I'm like, well, if they knew John, he wasn't Southern at all. He's from Michigan. Mm-hmm. So, but he, he's lived in Atlanta. Yeah, but that, if they knew him, they would know that. Right. Like, I have a feeling this is somebody that might be an acquaintance. Then like, no, know him. Yeah, the I have my theories on it, so I won't go too deep into it, but there's a lot of like red herrings. If you look too deep into the ransom note. I agree with that. I, I feel like the ransom note is a red herring. 
I also agree with that. So if this were real, which at this point, Patsy has gotten up and realized that John Bonet is not in her bed. And she finds this ransom note downstairs. So at this moment, she has no reason not to believe that these people had their daughter. So why she'd immediately call the police after reading that they would find out and literally behead her? Mind-blowing. Like, why not, like, why is calling, like, they literally told you, if you alert them, we will behead your daughter. Like, why was calling the, I would at least think about not calling the police at first. I would at least think about it. I think at that point, you're just like, in panic mode yeah, yeah but i don't know i think I, I feel like i would just like take a pause and be like yeah, okay she's the one that found the ransom note yeah so it also goes okay so i'm gonna start with my qualms over this ransom note okay so this this ransom note goes from we are a group of individuals and it has like some of this is we this and we that and then it goes to i will call you and i advise you back to using the we and i feel like that's just very odd i know there really isn't like a ransom note template or guideline to go by there is it's much shorter than this well right but there's no like this is the longest Plug ransom in. note in, I would say, the history of ransom notes. There's no, like, you know how, like, on pages, there's, like, a resume builder where you can mm-hmm. just, like, plug everything in? There's not, like, a ransom note style of that. So. Well, they say they're a foreign faction. Right. And then they say that they allude to the fact that they're not the only, he's not the only fat cat in town. So clearly they're working for another corporation right. type of thing. Then they allude that they're, uh, it's, it's just all fucked up. It's all fucked up. Right. So he go, they go from this foreign, this group goes from we to I. So I have a hard time with, are you actually a group or are you just a singular person? Changing pronoun, not pronouns, yeah, pronouns, is a very good indicator of deception. I know pronouns are a hard thing to really <clears throat> classify these days. So. Anyway, it, it's an easy way to tell if someone is lying to your face if they change like pronouns or if they separate 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 conjugated words like saying I am instead of I'm, which my sister does that, and I always can tell when she's lying. We're like I am, or I did not, or will not. I'm just like, no, I do that when we research because I'm trying to up the word count. Oh, I don't care about that. Um, but so that's my that's one of my first qualms is they keep changing. We are a group. I will call you. you know, I I'm, advise. I had never noticed that until you brought it up. Mm-hmm. My qualms were always about like. I have more. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, it goes on. Oh, okay. <laughs> Did you Sam. not read the notes? No, I didn't read. The, she told me not to read them. Oh. 
Well, that not that was at, until after I was done. Yeah, I read. Uh, Fuck, Sam, you finished him like a couple hours ago. <laughs> anyway, what were your qualms? Because they could be, they could be. I could have the same qualms. It's the dollar amount. The dollar amount is oh, a okay. red flag to me. Okay, yeah. So it's like, where did this person pull one hundred eighteen thousand dollars out have, of their ass? That's my third qualm. Okay, well, what's your second one? <laughs> so, and we'll circle back to that. <laughs> okay, Jensaki. Uh, so also when they said small foreign faction, typically kidnappers will want to exert some kind of power over the family that they have kidnapped from and not make themselves seem small. Also, I've never heard someone from a different country call themselves foreign they're always i'm swedish i'm french i'm german i'm spanish unless it's a shadowy group that works outside the the confines of just being from a certain country okay okay i'm with you on that hold on um, I was rolling at the, I was like my finger, you could have started a fire with how fast my fucking fingers were going with this. Okay. So where was I? Um, the cons- okay. So when they say foreign faction, normally they would, if this is actual like terrorist group, um, they won't say foreign faction. Normally they, they would claim their group or whatever they want you to know who's doing this so like i like Unless they, they want don't. they they want you to know who exactly you're getting into business with like isis was never i guess is never whatever like oh we're a small i mean they weren't small but like we're not a foreign faction no we're isis and you're gonna know who the fuck you're dealing with you know, like, does that make Nor- sense? Normally, you're right, but all right, I'm putting my tinfoil hat on real quick. Uh, my with this, mine doesn't come off. All right, so let's say this is an inside job. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say this is somebody that works at uh, John's company. Okay. Or works for Lockheed Martin, and John's pissed somebody off. And they know how much John's Christmas bonus was, which was $118,000. Yeah. Which leads me to my my whole thing about it. But it's also the weird, and I might be jumping ahead a little bit, but the FBI, all they did when they showed up was just wiretap John's phones. Mm-hmm. And that was that was the end of the FBI's investigation. <laughs> We're done here. <laughs> yeah, they're like, okay, we did it. <laughs> we did our and part. They didn't notify anybody at Lockheed Martin, anybody at uh, John's company. Isn't that illegal? Uh, no, I mean, but it's super fucked up. Oh yeah. S- speaking of John's business, this is another qualm I have. It's in the same paragraph of the small foreign faction. Um, I guess I don't know if I meant to do that or not. Uh, but why even mention John's business dealings if that wasn't like normally they have like we took her because of this. They never really stated why they took her. They said, oh, we respect your business dealings. If it had nothing to do with this work, 
why mention it? Do you, all right, so here's my theory on like it being a small foreign faction and not naming themselves because they don't want to name themselves because it would it would be a fucking nightmare for the entity that the country's like of their origin. So basically, it could be a mercenary group that's like guns for hire. It it could literally, and they don't want to implement the country of origin. Um, Russia did something a few years ago. I can't remember the country it was in, but they ha- they had a bunch of mercenaries go in, and we started fighting the Amer like they started fighting the American troops. It was like really fucked up shit, and it. Okay, but wh- then why even say you're a group then? If you- if you're not gonna name it, well, it is like- a group. Well, I mean, they at s- somewhere there is a name for that group of mercenaries. They we might they, not. They know. wouldn't. They wouldn't divulge that because it could be traced back. They it's enough to where it wouldn't leave a paper trail, or or it could be somebody. Uh, in the Central Intelligence Agency with a hand to play in some shit. I mean, so, if you want to really go down the, the conspiracy rabbit hole... I fucking love conspiracy. We can. Um, but if it is like a clandestine operation of actors that were put there to do it and something got bungled up and she ended up fucking not being able to be taken, and they just fucking killed her because in espionage, a garrote is a very common way to kill somebody. Also in the mob, too. There you go. I mean, and we know the CIA likes to work with the mob. Mm. Anyway. Just, just throwing that out there. <laughs> Strapping it, that it's, little mug. It's enough information to be relevant without implementing anybody. Uh-huh. I just, the whole like small foreign faction thing. If it was a terrorist organization, which I don't believe it was. No, I, that was just an example. But if it's like a rebel faction, yeah, but if they want it to look like a rebel faction. Which is where I'm getting it. Okay. All right. Okay. So the note itself and how it was written. If you've ever seen a photo of it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, they misspell possession and business in the letter, but they correctly spelled deviation and even used an accent mark on attache. So... That kind of makes me think that the note was written in to make the police or whoever think that this is some foreigner writing the letter because they misspelled. You wouldn't misspell business. Like, no, I'm just saying like they're writing it like English isn't their first language. You know, I don't I, I don't know about that one. I don't know. That's maybe they're just dumb. Um, but the whole thing with the accent mark on attache is that John Bonet's name 
is spelled with the second E is has that accent on it and uh, Patsy was used to writing with accents. I'm just saying. So but that's not that's not even the weirdest part. We're getting back to the amount. The amount that these alleged kidnappers were asking for was an odd is even, but it's an odd number in the uh, ransom kidnapping world. $118,000. Normally in kidnappings, especially with somebody who has as much money as John Ramsey did, you would probably see like 500000 or a million. Yeah, yeah. I mean, something even like 110, 120, 1 million, 2 million, things like th- even amounts like that. Yeah, not 118,000 which just so happens to be his Christmas bonus. Which tells me that this person saw his pay stub for the Christmas bonus. I don't know. You just leave a pay stub sitting out like that, though. I do. I don't. You know how much shit I just leave out? That's dangerous. Sam, if you knew. (laughs) If you only knew. I just throw shit on the the counter and... Go about his business. Yeah, I'm terrible. Like, if I had an office, dude, there would just be papers everywhere. It's paper. If it's, like, money, no, it it has a place. But if it's, like, a piece of paper that has, like, I don't know, like, an account number written on it or, you know, a phone number written on it or whatever, it's just laid out. Just everywhere. Just out there for the world to see. Like, I'll find it and be like, what is this? Oh, that's our account number for our whatever. And I'm like, why is it out? For our mattress payment. <laughs> why is this out right now? I'm like, well, you know, I We the had bill an entire box dedicated for it. Well, you know, I paid the bill earlier today and just didn't put it up. Mm. So, also, the ransom note was written on a legal pad with a pen that belonged to the Ramsey. So, both the pen used and the legal pad it was written on belong to the Ramseys. What the fuck? Yeah. So it was written in the house. Yeah, it was written in the house, which were we listening to the last podcast when they said that, like, if the thing about uh, if they they broke in with the ransom letter. So it makes a lot of sense for the ransom letter to be written in the house. Right, because that doesn't prove premeditation. Exactly. So we were listening to the last podcast on the left. Um, Which I found that little nugget of info to be. Yeah, it, it, it was very fascinating. And basically what, you know, Marcus Parks was saying was if the guy had broken into the house with the ransom note already written. And got caught. And got caught. He's going to prison for f- fucking kidnapping. Right. An attempted kidnapping. If he gets caught just breaking into the house, it's just a it's B&E. B&E. It's a night yeah. in jail. Yeah. Which I thought that was smart thinking. So they tell John to, quote, withdraw the money from his account. Which he didn't have to. He had the money in the house. Right. Uh, but it was it's a verbiage that they used. Withdraw the money from your account. 
regular kidnappers would just be like, get the money or else. Like, they don't give a mm-hmm. shit where it comes from. They're not going to tell you to withdraw 118000 from your account. And make sure you bring me a sucker from the front. Yeah, exactly. Like that, the, the root me, beer flavored yeah, one. Yeah, the root beer flavored one. To me, that was just an odd way of saying it. Well, that would make me think that the person thinks that he had already put the money in his account and it wouldn't be in the house. Right, but it's just, it's just, we, it struck me as odd. That's a, it's just something. That I don't really find that odd. I do. Eh. I find it odd. So, um. There's lots of tinfoiling going on over here. There is. Um, if you take a look at, if you go back to, like, looking at a photo of the ransom note, not just, like, reading it on like an article or anything Mm -hmm. like look actual at the ransom note itself um in the part where it says quote the two gentlemen watching over your daughter do not particularly like you the word not is written like above i think or below maybe i don't know but it looked like it was added in after the sentence was written so it had the little like arrow thingy Mm -hmm. um Indicating that the word not needs to go in between, like, do not particularly like you. So they had enough time to proofread this motherfucker? Yes. So, um, so it, 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 the, they originally wrote the two, the, the two gentlemen watching over your daughter do particularly like you. And then they're just like, oop, I meant to have not in there. Um, well, when you're that far down, when you're on page two, it's, you yeah, can't start over. So, that I feel like is not a mistake that a kidnapper would make. Does that make sense? So like the people watching over your daughter don't particularly like you. Like a first off particularly is a very long and broad out word to be writing in a hurry. And deviation and all this, uh, all these other words that like, they had a lot of fucking time. Um, But I don't know. Uh, Don't particularly like you. Do not particularly like you. I think this person had a ton of fucking time on their hands. Yes. So either they knew no one was going to get up. Or, or they were in the house before they went to bed. Ooh. Um, also, when they go into, like, if you do this, she dies. If you do that, she dies. If you do this, she dies. Um, it's It just says she dies, not she will die. Which is also another um, normal kidnapper Thing like if you go to the authorities, she will die. I don't know. I think you honestly, at this point, I think you're overanalyzing it. I like don't I know. said, I think I think the ransom note might be a red herring. I think I think it is a red herring, and I think that. Do I think that if this person had intended to take John Bonet, and then the shit went sideways? Highly fucking likely. It's just that they change the they change pronouns and they change tenses in I, the note. I think they were just doing it, just writing it. I don't know. 
Like um, a grocery think- list? <laughs> Just willy-nilly? Oh, shit, I forgot that. Well, yeah. Um, and also the fact that, like, by the end of it, they're calling him John. It starts out Mr. Ramsey, like they... Very formal. Yeah. And if they were actually a foreign faction, all like, most of the world will call anybody they don't know Well, Mr. Whoever. I don't Mrs. know if you have whoever. this in here or not, but there is a page torn out of the ledger, like the notepad, uh-huh. that said uh, John and Patsy, and then the, they threw it away and just addressed it to John. No, I didn't. Yeah. I don't have that in here. So it was clearly <laughs> oh, like some transfer at the top. Yeah, you can see the the transfer. But if it was an unknown, completely like unknown yeah, kidnapper, I, I think the whole thing's a red herring. But I'm sure this person's like, well, fuck it, you know, I'm gonna get paid. Yeah. So what's wild to me is that what this the narrative that they are giving. Is that these men not only broke into a massive ass home? I mean, like, yes, it did fucking huge. Uh, they took a child. They tased a child. They took her and stopped to write and proofread and adjust a two and a half to three page ransom note. Not worried about John Bonet. Not only her, I like risking her waking up, but having someone come down the well, stairs. Remember, they could have been in the house before the murder, Ooh, or right. before they went because the the Ramses went to the White's house on Christmas, yeah. for dinner, and they were gone for like three to four hours. So this person had free reign to learn the layout of the house. Persons or person had freed time to learn the layout of the house, figure it all out, write the note, go down and hide out in the basement, set up an escape route until the time was ready. Uh, I'm just saying. Yeah, but I, I, I'm th- not saying no. Well, that seems to be the most logical thing to me. Is that somebody lifted up the grate into the cellar, got in through the window, which was easy to do. Yeah. I read somewhere, not that not recently, but I don't know, I randomly fall down Jean Bonnet rabbit holes every now and then. Um I can tell. It it might have been the last time I fell down the rabbit hole. But I'm pretty sure that I read somewhere that the glass was broken out, not in. Like the window was busted out from the inside. Yeah, John said he broke that window. But why would there still be glass? Well, it just never got cleaned up. That seems suspicious. All I'm saying is that somebody who knew... The Ramses were going to be gone during that time. I'm saying it's somebody that knew the Ramses. Yes, I agree with you there. And now what's crazy, and I don't know if you have this in the notes, about 
the handwriting expert. Yes. Okay, well then I'll leave you to that. That's literally where we're headed next. <laughs> handwriting samples were taken from each of the Ramses. <clears throat> John and Burke were cleared, but Patsy's handwriting sample was inconclusive at best. I believe it was an 80 some percent match. Yeah. Which inconclusive, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. Mm-mm. Also, on top of the legal pad belonging to the Ramses, Patsy's paintbrush uh, was what was used as the garret. Garot. Garot, whatever. Um, that killed John Bonet. There was a fiber on the duct tape that covered John Bonet's mouth. There was a fiber on the inside of it. Um, and it matched fibers found on Patsy's clothing. I'll let that sink in. Okay. So years go by and there is no movement in the case. No major leads were uncovered. We're going to put a pin in that. Um, the Ramses have stayed suspects throughout the entire thing, whether it be by the court of public opinion, the police, whoever. Well, the Boulder PD had fully believed that the Ramses did it. Yeah. From, from Jump Street. They were viewed as guilty by the court of public opinion. Quite a lot of people, dare I say everyone, believe that the ransom note is and was a hoax. You know, I mean, I'm, I, I don't think I, I don't, I don't think that a kidnapper wrote that. I don't. You know, I feel bad for the Ramses in a sense of as soon as like the dust started to settle, mm-hmm. the tabloids just descended. Oh yeah. On and all the tabloids for it. It was like, it was like a fucking field day. With yeah. The tabloids. I remember. I mean, like. I was You'd in, see, like, the Weekly World News with Batboy and Sasquatch killed John Bonet and <laughs> shit like that. Everybody killed John Bonet yeah. at some point. Elvis was the getaway driver. <laughs> right? So, December of 1999, the Boulder Grand Jury voted to indict John and Patsy Ramsey for their alleged, ro- alleged role in the murder of John Bonet. However... Boulder DA Alex Hunter at the time uh, decided not to charge them and cited insufficient evidence. Shortly after the charges were dropped, the Ramses packed up and moved back to Atlanta to escape the media in the glaring eye of the, I guess, Boulder public, the immediate public. Mm-hmm. Four years after they moved back, Patsy passed from ovarian cancer at the age of 49. And John says that he's lost the entire family fortune. That's a lot of fucking money to lose. Well, I mean, I guess he can't get a job anywhere. Think about it. From get go, 
The police start eyeballing them. Yeah. The Ramsey's lawyer up. And they had separate lawyers for John and Patsy. So they both had their own lawyers. Then they hired a PR team Mm -hmm. to, like, help their public relations. Yeah. And they're trying to, like, keep their son Burke away from, like, all these tabloids where it's, like, they're the killers and shit. And he sees a fucking tabloid one morning. It's like, Burke killed him. And it's like. Oh, that was all CBS's. Oh, I'm getting to that part. Okay. I think I think I have that in here. If not, we'll talk about it. Okay. Uh, in 2006, the Boulder DA released a statement saying that the three surviving Ramses were exonerated based on, quote, newer scientific evidence of exculpatory value, end quote. Basically, they're excluded by DNA. Is what, that was a long-ass-winded way of saying... Yeah, they they were all DNA well. They proofs. never found the the weapon used. There was speculation that it was a flashlight that you was used to bash John. Uh, I think in. it was a stun gun. The butt of it. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on that. So, because stun guns come in a variety of different shapes and sizes, mm-hmm. and there's one that looks like a flashlight, hmm. like a bag light. But yeah. It's got a taser on the or a stun gun on the end. There have been countless books and documentaries and podcast episodes. Hello. Hi. Uh, movie like I'm talking like there's if any and all form of media, books, all of it, magazines, articles, all of it on the murder. Of John Binet. It's the most publicized piece of true crime, I think, in existence. And it's in the still United not States, solved. Well, that's because it, it'll probably never be solved. It'll never be solved. It, it'll never be it'll solved. It'll never be solved. But now, it is time. Okay. For our favorite part. Theories Theories and speculation. speculation. (laughs) There have been a ton of conspiracy theories that have circulated throughout the years from Gary Olivia, who's convicted sex child sex offender, the housekeeper, Linda Hoffman Pugh, uh, their electrician, Michael Ramsey. Yeah. Michael Helgoth, and even the town Santa, Bill McReynolds. So who are we getting into first? Um, we are going to... Oh, also, a former pageant photographer that was arrested on um, inappropriate photos of children in 2019. Mm. Oh, you're also- telling me a pageant photographer took inappropriate photos of children? Yes. No fucking way. You don't say. Tell me more. That was all I had. So that was very anticlimactic. Color me surprised. Yes. Um. He got in trouble. That's the I, end. Yeah. Right. <laughs> He's arrested. Um. Did he moonlight at Epstein's island too? Speaking of the man who I didn't mur- who didn't commit suicide, I even heard that Ghislaine Maxwell 
had a hand in the murder of John Binet. There is associated, allegedly, allegedly. Mm. This is alleged. If I, if you did not catch on, well, we'll th- never know because they're gonna s- keep all that shit sealed. Right. So there's this photo of John Binet. Okay. Some have said that this is the last photo of her alive. It's not. It's not because I posted the last photo of her alive, taken the morning before she died. There's no. There's another photo a few hours before she was murdered. Oh. Okay. Uh, it's not a very good one. It's like a candid of her, like. Oh. It's just, <laughs> like it's, it's not. It's not like a beauty queen photo. This might be her last, like done up. Well, I got her sitting on her mom's lap. It, yeah, it's that night. Her white jammies. And I posted the the uh, like the crime scene photos. I I saw that. I'm surprised we didn't get like a flagged. Take. Yeah, it's coming. Oh, I'm no, sure. I didn't post them on Facebook. It's only on Instagram. So if you don't follow our Instagram, check that out. So anyway, there's this photo of John Bonet. She's all dressed up. She's got a white hat on. Um. She's like holding a bouquet of flowers. And then there's this side profile of a woman to the left of, uh, in the photo. So like maybe to John Bonet's right. But I don't know if you're looking at the photo to the left is the side profile of a woman. And this woman is supposedly allegedly... Yelaine. Hmm. Uh, this theory, I'm talking, it was all I fucking saw on TikTok for a long time. Every, like, other video was this theory. And that she was being taken to the island or what the fuck ever. I don't quite think it was that level. But, I mean, it, it doesn't well, look, if you look at some MK Ultra shit, Project Monarch and uh, Operation Midnight Climax, they would fucking make these mother-daughter hooker teams that so would like be weird. the honeypot. So fucking weird. Uh, which I definitely want to cover MK Ultra one day. Yeah, I'm down. But there's a lot of fucked up shit. It's going to be like six episodes. That no way. Yeah, it's it's fucking we get it's intense six episodes well you have to understand like with mk ultra it's like peeling an onion so each layer of it just starts going more insane and it's like dante's nine circles of hell yeah i mean it's like a lot of mind control shit and just fucked up stuff yeah i mean but it, it was broken up into different like segments like there was operation midnight climax uh project monarch all these different like sub projects of MK that were in the shell of MK Ultra. Okay, like which, under the umbrella. Yeah, they would take like these these girls that were trained to basically like like Red Sparrow. Yeah, essentially, which is kind of the same deal. Like you have uh, John Bonet fucking hitting all her cues and practice, practice, practice your twirls or whatever the fuck you're doing okay but i practice my pageant walks and my talents and all that but did like, you win 24 fucking conferences 
crowns and pr- maybe not 24. I don't know. I don't think I've ever actually counted how many titles I've won. Mm. Well, it's probably up there though. Maybe you just didn't make the cut because they knew you were too much of a firecracker, Sam. I don't know. Maybe you probably, wouldn't get one. Uh, probably. So, a little, another another they, little note. They, they were probably like, we can't control this gingerbread house. <laughs> Fuck off. Anyway, no one can control. Catch me if you can. I'm the gingerbread man. Uh, anyway. So another little nugget of information before we get off the alleged topic of Ghislaine Maxwell. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Ghislaine and the Ramses were both represented by the same law firm. Not the same attorneys, but the same law firm. And this firm has also represented Harvey Weinstein and Charlie Sheen. I forget. So what you're th- saying that the Ramses could be part of a child sex cult? <gasps> Allegedly. 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 Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they're not. I'm uh, not saying they are either. I'll get into my. I have two theories, but we'll save that for when we give our theories on what happened. Okay. So this other guy, Michael Helgoth, uh, he was 26 at the time of John Bonet's murder. Um, his colleague, a man named John Kennedy, Kennedy, I don't know, whatever. Not, not of the Kennedy, not the Kennedys. Yeah. It's spelled weird. Um, he turned him in after Michael, he like asked Michael like, oh, like, I wonder what it would feel like to crush a human skull. And. Well, this is all done after the dude killed himself, right? Um, I'm she's, not sure. Because he kidding. killed himself first. And then, like, a bunch of weird shit started to come out. Yeah, there's, like, a um a video recording of Michael confessing to the murder of John Bonet. And um, John Kennedy told the, told 48 Hours, quote, he. Oh, wait, no, I have two people confused. Sorry. Oh. My bad. It's okay. Um, He said he, Michael, uh, and a partner were going to make a great deal of money and they'll bring, they'll each bring in 50 or $60,000. Okay. No, I I was right. This is the guy. Um, So basically this dude shot himself in the fucking head. From And the bullet went left to right, but the gun was on his right side because he is right handed. Yeah. Yeah, so I have that in there. It wasn't his partner. It was an employee of his. Uh, and this was all done after the fact. So the guy was already dead. Well, no, uh, John John Kennedy wasn't the partner. John was his employee. Yeah, he was his employee. the quote was, Michael and a partner yeah, were going to a, make yeah. money. We're going to make about... fifty to $60,000 yeah, each. Which is, what a coinky huh. day. But something went sideways. It never went down, and... Uh, like what? A year later, he fucking shot uh, himself. I just said 1997. Yeah, I don't know the so exact. Some, sometime in 1997, this dude either a blew his brains out or somebody blew them out for him. Allegedly, um, Michael was supposedly cleared by DNA evidence years ago, but John Kennedy, 
the employee, um, still believes that he murdered yeah. John Bonet. And there's been a slew of people that have like been suspected. I'm surprised Henry fucking Lee Lucas and Otis Tool haven't been con- haven't. Well, yeah, they seem to get blamed for a lot of this Jesus. shit. Jesus, I mean, they were captured by then, but were they? Yeah. Uh, I believe so. Anyway, I'm surprised. I'm surprised they didn't at least like, oh yeah, I murdered her too. Um, Bill McReynolds is another suspect in the murder of John Bonet. He was the Santa Claus impersonator. Oh, Santa did it. Um, it's reported that Bill always, not maybe not always, but he paid a little too much attention to John Bonet. Like to a point to where John was creeped the fuck out. Yeah. By Bill called John Bonet his special friend. Yeah. Gross. Icky. Alright. Um before I get into theories, do you want to go into your conspiracies? Yeah, sure. Let's okay. let's do this. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's do this. I'm just gonna strap in. So other than like, all right, it's speculated that if we go the route of somebody else did it, not associated with the family. So an unknown. An unknown. Okay. Which is was proven by the, the DA's investigator that it, you could easily slip into the house and... Somebody was in there bef- when the Ramseys were at dinner at the mm-hmm. White's house. Well, I can't prove that they were there during that well, window of time. That's when it would have. Right. That's when it would have happened. Um, that's kind of where I'm leaning at with it. That was an unknown. It was an unknown or somebody who knew the Ramseys, but we don't know who the fuck it is. It's mm-hmm. somebody that they haven't even because remember the crime scene was contaminated the pro- i would argue and say that was the most contaminated crime scene of all fucking time yeah, well dna was brand new at the time cops really didn't fucking know about it and the boulder pd didn't have a homicide unit you still don't let people fucking clean the they, kitchen they didn't they didn't contain the crime scene use your fucking brains you don't send a potential suspect to go search the house for any evidence that they might have left i'm gonna get mad all over again so she's gonna be screaming into the mic eric and i have my voice back now realistically i think me personally for somebody to use a garrote which is a pretty advanced method of killing somebody and it takes a ton of physical strength and considering how deep it was embedded into her throat i've never in the photos that i posted i've never seen autopsy photos of john Bonet well, up until you posted them. it took me a while to find those i believe it i it believe it took that. me a while to find those i believe that but <clears throat> i wholeheartedly believe that it wasn't patsy it wasn't John and it wasn't Burke because the people that think Burke did it, which is dumb as shit because no, no nine or 10 year old is going to have the physical strength to do that. No, it's just not fucking possible. Um, now if the Patsy theory that, 
because we haven't even gotten into the pineapple yet. What do you mean? The bowl of pineapple, how they found pineapple in yeah, John Bonet's. Yeah, we are talking about that. Oh, okay. Yeah, we've already been through that, Eric. Well, okay. So I'm bringing it back up. Perfect. Bring it. So John Bonet was a bedwetter. Mm-hmm. And supposedly, Patsy wasn't a fan of that. Because why I don't know it aggravated what parent would be it's it's uh it's it aggravated the shit out of her and they think that John Bonet woke up Patsy in the middle of the night saying she wet the bed this is like one theory that I've read and she went downstairs got her bowl of pineapple and told her it was gonna be fine and then just lost her shit and cracked her over the fucking head with something but they never found the fucking item that they cracked, like she supposedly cracked her over the skull with. But wait, I think I read at some point that the indent on John, like where the, her skull was fractured, matched a flashlight of the Ramses. I never read that, if that's the case. I never saw that. Um, from what I read and watched, they never found anything that matched. Um, the, at the house, other than, other than what was used as the garage, which was uh, Patsy's broken paintbrush. I I'm pretty sure I fell down. I don't know if it was a Reddit rabbit hole or Reddit. What. Reddit's almost as bad as Wikipedia. You use Wikipedia, Eric. I know I do. It's, uh, it's a great source I if you look Wikipedia. at it with a grain of salt. I hate Wikipedia with a passion. Well, <laughs> you um, and every college professor I ever had. Fuck. I like I Murderpedia. Have... Murderpedia is a good one. Same goddamn thing. I like Murderpedia. I like the way it's laid out. Mm. Anyway. I mean, that. I don't believe Pat. I don't believe anybody in the family had jack shit to do with it. If Patsy did have something to do with it. It's the greatest fucking crime in the history of time because there is no fucking way that she did that. And there was no stun gun in the, the Ramsey's house. They asked him, do you have a stun gun? No, we don't. They, and the cops did search that house from top to bottom. It's not like the Ramsey's packed up a bunch of evidence and fucking left with it. Well, yeah, in, in from the moment the nine one one was placed to when Boulder got there, I think it was like I don't know, like seven minutes or something like that. So, not a lot of time in the grand scheme of things. And then I have one more conspiracy theory for you. Bring it! I'm here. Jean Benet never died. I have that in here. Leave me the fuck alone. Oh my God. <laughs> All right, I'll leave it to you. I'm so mad. I'm just stealing all your fucking thunder. Uh, okay. Well, well, I, I guess we'll save that one. <laughs> we'll save that one for you. It's the third. It's the third theory right. I have in here. So, Christian, what theories do you have as an uninitiated person in this? Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you what. This is a wild ride because <laughs> this is one of the one 
very small reason why I don't like cold cases because I like to know the answers and there are no answers. It's just no. questions and more questions and here, hence why all of us have tinfoil hats on right now and Salem is, you know, being an emotional let, support kitty. He is emotionally supporting me through this. <laughs> He's like, here, but mom, I know it's the first time. To, I had to say what I would think would be a theory. I would say that it it had to have been somebody that knew them because they were able to navigate their house while they were asleep or they knew that they were there. It I mean, could have been a damn pool guy. I mean, who knows? And the, we don't know. I mean, they did clear the guy who was Santa mm-hmm. because he had had a uh, surgery that left him really fucking weak and frail mm-hmm. earlier that year. So it, I mean, he was the most logical one for me until I'd read that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's not the case. Cause you would need a shit ton of strength to use a garage. I mean, even, on, even on a child. Yeah. Because basically the way it works is you pull it back and then you start twisting it. To get yeah. more leverage. While you're pulling. While you're pulling. Uh, so okay. it's, yeah, yeah. you need to be able to twist it to get the leverage to crush the throat. Or if you use the old CIA t- trick of making garrote with piano wire. It just beheads them. Yeah, you can just cut their fucking head off. I saw it in a movie. John and I were watching it. Uh, what the fuck was his name? It, it had the guy from my cousin Vinny in it. Um, it was like an Irish mafia movie. The Irishman? Yes. Or was it uh, that Whitey Bulger movie with Johnny Depp? No, it was not the Whitey Bulger movie. It was The Irishman. It's a good, it's a good film. I fell asleep. But uh. not, before, not before I watched someone have a garrote used on him. There you go. In the car. Then you would have leverage. You could use the seat. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was the guy's sister's wife's is his brother in law. Let's not spoil anything for anybody that hasn't seen The Irishman yet. Uh, I've never seen it. It's on Netflix. Oh, I think no. it's on Netflix. I'll have to. Uh, who am it's, I kidding? You'll fall asleep through it. It's, it looked good. It's like a lot. It's a lot. It's a long movie. Listen, I if I have a pre-show nap, then you have me. But if I don't have a pre-show nap, I mean, I'm just, mm, I'm just worthless. Go. It was right. late. And I had to go home. There you go. Well, I watched up until that part. It was good. All right, Sam. What are your theories? Let's hear what you have to say because I can see you over there vibrating right now. No, I mean, okay, okay. So I am. Somewhere in the middle of a complete stranger did it. I don't think it was a complete stranger at all. I think allegedly, don't come for me. Allegedly. Uh, she's going to implement herself in some shit. No. Don't sue me. <laughs> Burke, don't fucking sue me. <laughs> I don't think Burke did it. 
Uh, I, I, I truly don't think he did. Did I? Th do I think he was a kid with severe fucking anger issues? Yes. Do I think they <laughs> that he needed some severe help? Yeah. Have you ever yes. seen Wedding Crashers? Yes. The brother? Yes. That's what that reminds me. Yes. Of. Yeah. Uh, if you watch the Doctor Phil interview, he's a lot like the brother who's a painter in wedding crashers that's what yes. i'm saying yeah. i knew exactly where you were going when you said wedding crash that, yeah a, that's, that's what solid, i thought of solid fucking reference like, is he like the brother from wedding crashers because that's what i felt like so he the fucking nasty sock in his mouth yeah. it does the, <laughs> he does the shh, shh, shh. <laughs> uh so i think it was an inside job okay a part of me doesn't necessarily not believe that the woman in the photo is Glane. Could it be another pageant mom that was tired of John Bonet winning? Yo, pageant moms are fucking savages. Dude. We've had people, I've had people fucking leave. When I walk in the room. Dude, I mean, fucking, I've seen Toddler and Tiaras. It's cutthroat. It, it really is. That was part of my research for this. You watch Toddlers and Tiaras? Yeah. That was part of my research. Like, whenever Mama and I walked in the dressing rooms, multiple moms rolled their eyes and were just like, fucking hey. I'm still waiting for you to send me that pageant photo. I gotta there. find it. My, my parents got People back in time today. People are asking for it. Fucking A. I'm so cute. Okay, I'm. I was fucking cute. I don't know what happened. But I, I was fucking Sam cute as a kid. Like, pageant photos. You always send you some photos of me as a kid when I was like decided to cover myself in mud. No, and I was a swamp monster. That no, was pretty funny. No. My mom has that photo. I love Jeez. that. <laughs> Why didn't we have that photo during cryptid season? Uh, we might we, next we time we cover a, a cryptid. Yeah, next time we do a swamp monster. Yeah, we'll have my mom send me that picture because <laughs> it, uh, it was pretty funny. She was not happy about it. Mm. I will but find no. the cover of the of the magazine. Yes, I look please like, do. I look like Samara, to. like I just crawled out of a fucking well. She, I love that. She was like, "Oh God, what did you do?" I'm like, "I'm a swamp monster." <laughs> I love that. Honestly, that's pretty. That's on brand for you. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk about the popular theories for John Bonet. All right. Um, one, that intruder truly did it. Um, there's a boot print found next to John Bonet's body, which didn't belong to anybody in the family. There was a broken window in the basement, which was believed to be the point of entry for said intruder. But I don't remember where... I read it, but it was broken out and not in. So that wasn't the point of entry. It might have been the point of exit. I don't know. Um, there was DNA evidence from drops of blood from an unknown male found in her undies. It was touch evidence, though. I thought there was blood. Too. No, it's it's touch evidence. That's all. Well, I knew the touch evidence in the hair. Yeah. The, now they did find DNA under her fingernails. Maybe well, I don't know why they're why. That source said blood. Also, like, I knew about, like, the touch DNA, the hair. I mean, they might have come out with something and just not put everything in. Maybe. Who, who knows? I don't know. I read a lot of things. After a certain point, it all starts to. Yeah. 
run together. Um, the floors of the Ramsey home were heavily carpeted, like the expensive shit. Um, so it stands to reason that someone could have carried John Bonet out of her room and all the way downstairs to the wine cellar rather quietly. Now, she did have tinsel in her hair that matched a decoration that the Ramseys had on the staircase, uh, the same staircase that the ransom note was placed on, meaning that the person propped her up on the stairs with just enough to leave place the ransom note. Jesus. There was a DNA profile created from the touch DNA found in her long johns, and it was entered into CODIS back in 2003, but there have never been any matches identified. The other is obviously the Ramses themselves. Police pretty much focused their energy on proving that the Ramses had something to do with John Bonet's murder. Police felt that the ransom note was staged since it was written on a legal pad with a pen that belonged to the Ramses. The note demanded the exact amount that John had been given as a bonus. The Ramses were also reluctant to cooperate with the police. Later, the Ramses said that they were afraid that police wouldn't conduct a full investigation and target them as the easiest suspects. Which is what they kind of did. Um... Back to your John Bonet actually didn't die. Oh, this one's great. Is that John Bonet is actually Katie fucking Perry? Oh, despite the fact that Katie Perry is six years older than John Bonet, she was six when John Bonet was born. She, I will concede to the fact that they have similar facial features. I will concede to that part. I'll give it that. Like what? How John Bonet might look at Katy Perry's age? I'll give it that. I've seen her. I've seen baby John Bonet and blonde Katy Perry. It. I'm not saying. I don't enjoy that conspiracy theory, but it's obviously not fucking true. Dude, that was the most ridiculous one. And, like, it's been talked about, like, steadily. I know. It's crazy. I'm like, where's the secret messages in the songs? They they also uh, say that, like, the Ramses look like Katy Perry's parents. They are similar in features or what the fuck ever. Dude, that, that is the... That just, might like, be the most outlandish uh, past the sex cult. Yeah. I, yes. Yes. Um, another theory is that um, don't. This is just a theory, Burke Ramsey. That we have to talk about it. <laughs> we don't believe did you it. did it. We don't believe you did it. Uh, I used to. I used to think he did, but he, but I don't anymore. Um, I'm better now. Um, Patsy was making a late night snack for Burke. John Binet then got up, came downstairs, saw Burke eating pineapple and being the classic little sister, monkey see, monkey want. She Mm. wanted some of his pineapple. Burke didn't like that. So he just like cracked her over the head and killed her. And 
they just made it look like a kidnap, an attempted kidnapping to cover Burke's ass. Well, the only the only thing that I really can say about that is that the neighbor heard a scream. Yes. At what two in the morning? Yeah. Two in the morning. Around that time. I doubt either of them were up eating pineapple at two in the fucking morning. No, but Burke's fingerprints were on that bowl of pineapple. I mean, he m- who knows? Fingerprints don't have a timestamp. No, they don't. And who fucking knows? But there was pineapple in her digestive tract when she mm-hmm. died. But she didn't die from blunt force pr- trauma to the head. No. She died from being choked by garrot. Yeah, by being fucking strangled. So what I think happened is they were getting ready to kidnap her, if this is the case. Right. If the if the the ransom note is not a red herring and it was intended for her to be ransomed, mm-hmm. they couldn't get her out of the house. She woke up, screamed, the guy panicked. Hit her over the head and then broke off the to knock her out, and then broke off uh, Patsy Ramsey's paintbrush in half, mm-hmm. made a quick garrot with it, and then just took her down, hit her body in the the wine cellar, and got the fuck out of Dodge because she screamed. Yeah, but wasn't there like a test done? Uh, where someone screamed and there was the neighbor couldn't the neighbor, neighbor could, could hear, hear it, it but, but the Ramses couldn't. couldn't because the Ramses were on the top floor of a four-story house, and because of how everything was insulated, it's heavy ass carpets, heavy carpets, Colorado in the winter time, you got to have good insulation. Mm-hmm. So they did an audio test uh, from the fourth floor. You couldn't hear anybody scream. But because the there were vents and windows, the neighbor the sound carried. God, can you imagine that neighbor had to live with themselves? Best neighbor ever. Not. Uh, one of the most famous suspects in the John Bonet case, aside from her own family, was a man named John Carr. He was arrested back in 2006 when he confessed to killing John Bonet by accident after he drugged her and sexually assaulted her. He was eventually dismissed as a suspect after it came out there were no drugs found in John Bonet's system. <clears throat> yeah, this is like <clears throat> one of those confession killers. Yeah. Like this dude is Yeah. He's here for the notoriety. He didn't he had nothing to fucking do with it. He's just a he was, dude along for the fucking ride. Yeah, he was also ruled out by DNA evidence. Yeah. Um also in 2006, Boulder DA Mary Lacey took over the case, and she agreed with the federal prosecutor that the intruder theory held more water than her own family murdering her. In 2008, DA Lacey released a statement detailing the DNA evidence fully exonerating the Ramses again, saying, quote, The Boulder DA's office does not consider any member of the Ramsey family, including John, Patsy, or Burke Ramsey, as suspects in this case. We make this announcement now because we have recently obtained this new scientific evidence that adds significantly to the exculpatory value of the previous scientific evidence. So they found more evidence that Ramsey's didn't do it. 
So we do so with full appreciation for the other evidence in this case. Local, national, and even international publicity has focused the murder of John Benet Ramsey, focused on the murder of John Benet Ramsey. Many members of the public came to believe that one or more of the Ramseys, including her mother or father or even her brother, were responsible for this brutal homicide. Those suspicions were not based on evidence that had been tested in court. Rather, they were based on evidence reported by the media. End quote. In 2010, there was new life breathed into the John Bonet case. It was reopened with renewed focus on the DNA samples. There's been further testing conducted on the samples, and experts now believe that the sample is from two people rather than one. In 2016, the samples were sent to the Colorado Bureau of Investigation to be tested using more modern methods. Authorities are hopeful that it'll help develop an even stronger DNA profile of the killer. Also in 2016, Burke Ramsey appeared on Dr. Phil, breaking his 20-year silence on the case, but didn't offer any new information. Well, his parents kept him super sheltered, and then he was coached, I believe, um, in his initial interviews with the police. I mean, he was nine. Yeah. So... That same year, so 2016, CBS aired the case of John Bonet Ramsey, which pretty much said without saying CBS thinks Burke Ramsey was the killer, despite that he was cleared by DNA and proof that there was in fact an intruder in the home at some point. Burke turned around and filed a $750 million lawsuit Yes, he fucking should have. Absolutely. It was for defamation. It was settled three years later, but the terms weren't disclosed. But Burke's attorney said, quote, the case was amicably resolved to the satisfaction of all parties, a.k.a. Burke got paid, paid by CBS. Yeah, you can't just go around and say whatever the fuck you want willy nilly about people. You can't. As of last December, so 2021, Boulder PD has processed more than 1,500 pieces of evidence related to the murder of John Bonet. Nearly 1,000 of the pieces of evidence that were processed were DNA samples. Boulder PD Major Crimes Unit has received, reviewed, and investigated more than 21,000 tips, letters, and emails. They've traveled to 19 different states to talk to people who might be connected to the case. The DNA profile is checked regularly for any new matches. The CBI continues to use technology such as genetic DNA testing to process to see if those that can be applied to the case moving forward. So, like, they're just constantly running these DNA tests. Yeah. The fact that not even a familial match has been made is fucking mind blowing to me. It's, It's almost like a ghost did it. Ooh. Um, police chief Maris Harold. I think I said that right. We said, quote, we have a shared goal to bring justice and hopefully some peace to John Bonet's family and everyone who is impacted by her loss. Our investigation with federal, state, and local partners have never stopped. That includes new ways to use DNA technology. 
We've always used state-of-the-art technology as it has been the forefront of this investigation. Every time the DNA technology changed, we worked to make sure the evidence could be tested. This investigation has always been and will continue to be a priority for the Boulder Police Department. Um, the current, I believe is the current, DA. There is still fucking news coming out about this case. Like, yeah, I'm talking like last fucking month. Yeah. There was news. Yeah. Um, Boulder County DA Michael Doherty agreed and added, quote, every unsolved homicide is a tragedy, especially when the victim is a child. The murder of John Binet has left a long, terrible trail of heartbreak and unanswered questions. Our office will continue to work with the Boulder Police Department, state agencies, and the Federal Bureau of Investigation. As in any murder case, if any if evidence leads to an arrest, the DA's office will work tirelessly to secure justice for the victim, closure for the loved ones, and answers for our community. Um, as, so as of last month... This is this is the most recent nugget. Um, in light of the 26th anniversary of John Binet's murder, the Boulder PD is partnering up with the Colorado Cold Case Review Team to continue digging. And now we're going to talk about something I found out that you had sent me, but I already this is already in here. Okay. Um, an article from the New York Post about a Colorado father that claims that the there was never any names that I could find. The girl goes by Amy. The dad is the dad. Um, claims that the Boulder PD missed their opportunity to capture John Binet's killer by ignoring an attempted attack on his own daughter that happened nine months after John Binet was murdered. The father claims that a masked man dressed in all black broke into his home on September 14, 1997, snuck into his 12-year-old's bedroom, and threatened to sexually assault her. The attack was only attempted because her mother heard voices coming from the girl's room and came to investigate, which quickly caused the masked man to flee. She lived less than two miles away from John Binet. The girls went to the same dance studio. In an interview with the dad... He said that there were camel blue cigarette butts found at both scenes, John Bonet's and his house, and he begged the Boulder PD to investigate, but they weren't interested. The dad said, quote, there are so many similarities between the two cases that I think there's a very good chance it was the same person. The only difference is my daughter survived. The dad claims that the Boulder PD were quote dismissive and disinterested mm. yeah uh there's also a change.org petition called justice for john benet ramsey that has also almost thirty thousand signatures possibly more by now um asking for the dna sample slash profile and crime scene evidence to be given to an independent outside agency and that all of those testing fees would be privately paid for by John Ramsey. So John Ramsey has been fighting to get his like hands on the DNA evidence to get checked privately. He John wrote a letter to the governor of Colorado. Yeah. Saying, please release this information. You, 
you guys don't have the proper means to test this, and I'm willing to put every last <laughs> penny I fucking have into it. Yeah. Like, that. that's really what stood out to me is, like, John had nothing to fucking do with this. No, I don't think John did. I don't think John had a, a fucking clue about any of this. If it was, like, an inside deal, which I don't think it was. I just don't. Um, I don't know. I, I truly don't. I, I I really think it was somebody who was a fan of John Benet's that snuck into the fucking house or something and then fucking killed her. But it was somebody she knew for sure or knew of her. Yeah. But they just fired a share, put a bunch of police officers in Boulder on leave. Mm -hmm. Do you have that in there? No. So they put a bunch of the cops that were, I guess, on duty at that time Mm -hmm. on leave because of how bad they bungled the whole fucking deal. Can't say I blame them. Like one guy's like a night clerk now. Well, he's not accepting parking tickets. No, <laughs> he's not even a meter maid. He's like, he's not even a parking duty. No. Damn. So Connor Cahill, the governor's press secretary, confirmed that Governor Paulus received the letter, but didn't confirm that he wanted to meet with John Ramsey. You know, the saddest thing about this whole ordeal is because this case is so fucking publicized, there is no possible way to find a jury to ever convict ever convict because everybody has their own idea of what happened. There would have to be like a special exception. It would literally be somebody that would say, yeah, I fucking did it. And I'm willing to plead guilty. Yeah, there it could never go to trial. It can if it went to trial, it if would never. If you guys would have told me, I would have been able to be on trial. <laughs> well, God knows how long I would never see you again. No, it would take forever. So, John Andrew, John Ramsey's oldest. Well, I mean, technically, yeah, it would be his oldest, regardless. <clears throat> uh, anyway, John Andrew, they. He called out the Boulder PD and Governor Paulus on Twitter, Polis, whatever, on Twitter, said, quote, not responding and trying to freeze us out is a losing strategy. Communicating via press release is not productive. Take the meeting. The Ramses said, well, I mean, I guess John and Burke, John Andrew, um, have said that they want to meet the father of the little girl, Amy, unquote, mm-hmm. that had the attempted attack from the man in the mask following the following September after John Benet was murdered. They want to talk to him. Understandably. Uh, I have no idea if that has actually happened or if it's on the books or whatever. I have no idea. I'm shocked Nancy Grace hasn't jumped all over that. She loves to profit from children's deaths. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to throw out all the Boulder PD's information just in case anybody listening knows or may know someone with any information just to be able to cover all of our butts. 
Um, you're encouraged to call the tip line at 303-441-1974 or email bouldersmostwanted at bouldercolorado.gov or the Northern Colorado Crime Stoppers at 1-800-222-8477 or nococrimestoppers.com. And that's all I got to say about that. Well, guys, Um, that's it. I'm finally done. There's no more. We did it for this extra long episode. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Merry everything. Merry Christmas. Merry Merry Christmas. It's the gift that keeps on giving. You're welcome. Guys, holy shit. What a year it's been. It has been a year. A whole ass year of some wild shit that we've done. And next year is going to be even fucking crazier. We're we're doing a little bit more. We kind of, I think we only did one UFO episode this year. Did we? I think so. We didn't have full tinfoils on already. We we did the UFOs of Brazil. And that was that it. Was it? That was the only UFO. Mm-hmm. So we're going to make up for that. Next Hell year, yeah. I've got... Oh, my God. Eric's going to have us on Ancient Aliens for days. Oh, dude, I fucking I, love Ancient Aliens. I do, too. But so. My mom loves Ancient Aliens. Adeline Grace loves Ancient Aliens. Who doesn't love Ancient Aliens? If my five-year-old does, everybody does. Uh, I fucking eat, breathe, and shit that show. I used to watch it all the time with my dog and, like, get high and <laughs> just... Oh, my God. Watch Ancient Aliens. <clears throat> but I don't do that anymore, so... Eat peanut butter and drink wine? Yeah. No, that was Ghost Adventures. Oh, sorry. Excuse me. I would eat peanut butter out of the jar and drink wine out of the bottle like a degenerate. But, and, if, and if that's how you like to listen to this show, there's nothing wrong with that. Hell no, you're listening to the show. You're already making good decisions. All right, guys. Well, remember, please uh, review and rate the show. We love you. Uh, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Christian. Drop those socials. We love you guys so much. Make sure you guys are following, liking, sharing, downloading all the things. Uh, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We're gonna have lots of weeks off to make some fun content of the things that we haven't gotten to cover. I have some stuff that I wanted to try to look at, so. Keep a lookout for that. And as always, we love you guys so much and we appreciate everything you do for us and the sharing and the, our loyal followers that came from the show that we will not name because Eric <laughs> says no. I'm just joking. But I mean, it's still out there. You guys probably already know. But um, we appreciate you coming along this journey with us. This was a lot to get through with like the full year and everything, COVID and everything. So, we just appreciate you guys so much and we wouldn't be we wouldn't be doing this if we didn't have our followers. No. Like, mm-hmm. It would just be us three hanging out. It's which is you great. Guys. I love that. But it would not be at the show. Never forget it's you guys that make this show fun. So here's to the new year. Cheers, guys. We will see you back uh at, in twenty twenty three. Yep. Bye. Bye. And remember, stay creepy, even during the holidays. Yes. And stay spooky. Stay spooky. Later, guys.